Progressive protects more than just your home and car. You could save when you bundle your motorcycles, ATVs, boats, and RVs. Doesn't that sound good? Like the sound of your boat cruising along the intercoastal. And there's the sound of the prop hitting a really big rock. And now the sound of waves because the engine stopped. But you know what does sound good? You're covered with Progressive. So bundle all your vehicles and home in one place and save with the multi-policy discount. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pop Culture University. Oh, my God. It's been like a whole week. I miss you guys so much. Um, I have so much to share. I can't wait to talk about everything. I hope you guys had the best week ever. It's finally summer. Thank God. I'm feeling like good vibes in the air this week. Finally, all the stress of the school year is over. The cold weather's over. Those two things are really bringing me down. So the vibes are immaculate. Um, I hope y'all are on the same page with these good vibes. I genuinely missed you guys. Like I missed talking to my podcast um, crew and my listeners. And I love all you guys' DMs. And you guys were like, bring it back. We missed you. And I was like, oh my God, I miss you too. Like I can't wait to get back. But I've just been so busy this week. So we're going to get into like everything that I was doing this week as one of the topics today. But you guys, it's New Music Friday. And Harry Styles dropped his third studio album. So I'm actually going to play three of my favorite songs throughout the whole episode from the album. It is so good. And um, if you guys haven't listened to it yet, like you're going to get a little snippets throughout today's episode. The other topics for today. So I said we're going to talk about my weekend. I did some crazy shit. You're going to love to hear it. And then we're going to talk about uh, Megan Thee Stallion and Cara Delevingne and all the antics Cara Delevingne has been pulling against women of color this week. And then we're going to talk about celebrities making a lot of big steps in their family lives, like Rihanna and ASAP Rocky and Ed Sheeran and Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker. So we're going to get into all these huge milestones people are hitting this week. Before we get into everything, you know the drill. Rate this podcast five star if you have not done so yet. Podcast, Spotify, follow it, subscribe to it, whatever. So you can get it every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It's your favorite Monday, Wednesday, Friday class. Post it on your Instagram story. Let everyone know you're listening to this amazing podcast to help you get pushed out. And yeah, welcome back to Pop Culture University. Let's get into it. This first song by Harry's album is called Music for a Sushi Restaurant. So the elephant in the room is that I was gone for like a week. But to be fair, you guys, I had so much going on this past week. When you hear it, you're going to die. So the first thing I had going on was finals. I was doing my finals all week, studying, walking to those things, taking them for like three hours, doing, you know, all the annoying, boring shit I didn't want to do. But I finished them and then I graduated college. I have my bachelor's degree. So I graduated. That was like a huge... And then on the same day as I graduated, I actually had to miss my college graduation ceremony because I was invited to the Billboard Music Awards. 
yeah, we're going to get into all of that. And my sister is also getting married this week, so I've had to do stuff to get ready for that and just see my family and everything. So I've had the most hectic, busy, busy, busy week, but I appreciate you guys looking out for me, getting excited for the podcast again and showing it so much love while I was gone and my TikTok as well. Um, you guys are the best. But anyway, yeah, so I graduated. I have my bachelor's. I'm done with my school. I'm at my university right now. I'm just getting some of my stuff. I'm, you know, seeing people one last time, hanging out with people I want to, and then I'll be going home tomorrow for my sister's wedding. And then I'll be in Chicago a lot this summer instead of my university. But I'm kind of sad to move out. I did have like a pretty good year here. I feel like I grew a lot as a person, just living on my own, like exploring myself. And I feel like I learned a lot about like confidence this year and just um, like being like the controller of my own life, if that makes sense. So definitely will miss my time at U of I. And then um, the big thing I want to talk about, though, is going to the billboards. Can you guys believe I went to the Billboard Music Awards? Like, that is the most crazy thing of my life. I've dreamed of this for so long. I got to go with TikTok, and I was basically invited, like, three weeks before, and I was asked to do a live stream and walk the red carpet as, like, a representative for the app, basically. And, like, as a pop culture host and enthusiast and TikToker and podcaster, like, this has always been my dream, literally ever since I was a child, to get to, like, speak about pop culture and, um, like, at an award show and discuss it all and then see the celebrities and then get to like watch the show all and like being like paid for it and like just getting to fulfill that fantasy was truly one of these most surreal happiest like fulfilling moments of my life getting to do all that but I want to tell you guys about it like all in detail so here's kind of how the whole weekend went so I got my outfit ready before I don't know if you saw it but it was gorge but i kind of like had to put it together last minute i literally got my last piece like the day before i flew out and then i flew out on saturday the 14th i got there at like five and we had to get covid tested the billboards were really strict about uh your testing your vaccinations you had to get tested every single morning at like 6 a.m wear wristbands to prove that you didn't have covid like show your negative test and everything so we had to do that and then my friend adam who i went with his manager felt bad that we have to pay so much for flights so he actually got us a table at tau Tao is like a super fucking fancy restaurant that like Drake and like Post Malone always go to and like all these celebrities always go to. So I was so excited to go there. It's like the fanciest restaurant I've ever been to. And when we got there, they just kind of like sat us down at the table and they didn't give us a menu. They just started like bringing us food. So I didn't know if we were going to pay for this. I was like, oh my God, they're bringing us so many rounds of food with like fish, meat, vegetables, steak, you know, rice, vegetables, like all these things. And I was like, oh my God, how much does this food cost? Because they didn't explicitly tell us, oh, this is paid for. Don't worry about it. They just sat us down. They were like, okay, start eating. And then they brought us this giant dessert that was a massive fortune cookie. And it was like the size of my head, like a massive fortune cookie that was filled with like ice cream or mousse or something. It was like thin whipped ice cream with fruits on it. And it was the most delicious dessert I've ever had. My fortune said, um, because there were fortunes in it too. It said like, you will enjoy many of life's pleasures like upcoming and soon or something. So, I mean, I loved that. I was like already experiencing them that day. But he eventually brought us the check and we opened the book and I was so scared. I was like, I knew it. We're going to have to pay for it. Like your guy, your manager just got us the table. He didn't pay for it. He just, you know, booked us a spot because everyone wants to go there. So, and then we opened the check and it just said, thank you. And there was no bill on it. We didn't have to pay for a thing. And the cocktails, we also got drinks like, the best tasting and strongest drinks I've ever had. They did such a good job at like masking the taste of the alcohol. I got like a guava, um, like tropical fruit kind of like tequila mix and 
it was just so fucking good then anyway that we didn't go out the night because we knew we had to be up really early wanted to like kill it the next day so went to bed and then we woke up the day of the award show at 6 a.m got health checked went back to the hotel got ready i don't know if you saw my outfit but it was like i wore a tight black turtleneck with black pants black dress pants and then i had this really gorgeous like sparkly black fitted um suit jacket and then i had this like diamond kind of choker thing on along with my turtleneck and i looked so good like i'm not even trying to like be annoying or to my own horn like i genuinely was so pleased with my outfit i felt like i could go to the met gala show up all the other influencers my man actually dressed me so this man that i'm talking to dressed me um so i was very thankful for that it's nice when you're the same size as someone that you're talking to and they're really into fashion because they can kind of be your stylist behind the scenes anyway so after we got ready we had to walk down to the lobby of the mgm arena where they held the awards and that's where we met all the other tiktokers there there were like nine of them including britney broski you guys can you believe britney broski was there like i'm on the same level as her like i'm not i know i'm not but it's just hilarious that it kind of appeared that way and we were they they put me and britney next to each other in like all the photos it was so funny I was like, why are they putting me and Brittany in the middle? I love that. But she was so nice. She was like exactly how you think she would be in person. If you guys don't know Brittany Broski, she's the kombucha girl who had the meme where she took a sip of something. She was like, mm, well, like that's her. Um, She's like a mainstream celebrity now. And she was really nice. She's like always cracking jokes in person. She's making people laugh. Just as sweet as you think she would be. Um, Drew Offalo was there. I think that's how you say her last name. The girl who like hates misogynistic men and like destroys them and their hairlines. Um, Janet okay was there Ashley I forgot her last name was also there but anyway everyone was so nice these were massive influencers like really humble really sweet I like followed them all we're like friends oh food with soy was there anyway they were great and then we had to get ready to do the live stream and the live stream was on the official billboard music awards tiktok where they were announcing the pre-show winners and they wanted to talk to tiktok influencers about what they felt about it um, talk about the pop culture, interview them a little bit about their TikTok, and then like play games or trivia with them. We were basically just like the faces of the live stream, but this was like right in tandem with the billboard, so like we couldn't fuck up. Like we were, like they were like announcing the winners on this same thing. So anyway, Brittany was going first, then Drew, then they went down the line, and I was like so nervous just seeing everyone on there. There were so many viewers watching it. They had like big celebrities like send in clips to this live stream, like Ed Sheeran and. Dua Lipa like it was a massive production and again I've always wanted to kind of like do these working red carpets discussing pop culture things so I couldn't fuck up like people that I wanted to work in the same industry were right there E! News was like setting up their carpet right next to us so all my favorite E! News hosts were like right in my face and I was like doing their job in front of them so it was just so scary and the nerves were killing me and we got called on deck out to the carpet and I again anxiety through the roof but right before they called my name to get on the camera I just became like so confident and I was I felt so secure and I was so excited because this is truly what I've always wanted to do not because I think it's cool but because it just comes so naturally to me it's like truly what I was like meant to do so I knew I'd do great and it kind of felt like finally getting to do what I've always wanted to do. And it felt like relieving in a, in a way. It felt like I was like f fulfilling my like purpose right before I got on. And then I went on the live stream and I killed it. 
and I did so good and I was so proud of myself and I talked about all my favorite celebrities and answered the questions and we did trivia and it was so fun. I was just so happy with how it went. Adam killed it too. Adam the flop did so good. Um, so yeah, we were like the main pop boys out there talking about all this pop culture. And that was a really big deal for us because we grew up together. I don't know if he was on this podcast. He has over a million followers. He talks about like the music industry and pop culture as well. So the fact that we're both succeeding and um, like fulfilled our dream together was one of the most like surreal moments for us. And I'm so proud of us. And then it was time to do the red carpet and this was like my first red carpet ever. And you guys, like, I, I feel like you guys have an idea of what it's like to walk a red carpet. And I did too. But it was really interesting. I was kind of nervous that none of the photographers would like scream my name. Because you know when you see videos and it's like Ariana Grande on the carpet. And they're like, Ariana, Ariana, up, down. Ariana, can you look over here? Look to the right. Look to the side. Like, they're screaming at her where to point herself. And I was like, oh, they're not going to know my name. No one's going to take my picture. It's so awkward. Um, but before, so like, this is how like the behind the scenes of the red carpet. So even if the photographers don't know every single person who shows up on the red carpet, you'll have like a manager or for us, it was a TikTok rep who has a sign with your name on it. So all the photographers can see the sign and know who you are. So like this can even be for like a bigger celebrity if they just happen to not know them, but they still think they can like sell their photo to like make money. They'll still just scream the person's name just in case, you know, they're bigger than they think. So while I was on the red carpet, they were like, Patrick, look up. Patrick, down. Patrick, over here. Patrick, please look this way. Patrick, please look this way. Like, it was crazy. And I practiced my red carpet pose for so long. And I, I literally think I did so good. I was, like, smoldering the whole time. I was like, no way I'm smiling. No way for an HD camera am I smiling with teeth. I just hate my smile. I don't hate my smile. I think I have a good smile. But I, I, I knew I would look better if I smoldered. I was looking at, like, men's uh, red carpet pictures. And I think they always look sexier when they're just kind of like, okay, this is like what I thought. I was like, I need to like put my legs out forward, lean my torso back a bit, point my head down, squint my eyes ever so slightly, very slightly, 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 just so they looked like a bit fierce. And then I needed to clench my jaw ever so slightly just to give myself a bit of like that chiseled jaw look. And I kind of needed to, like, make, like, eye sex to the camera. Just look directly at them with, like, the utmost confidence. And that's exactly what I did. Like, I felt like I was Tyra fucking Banks out there. And, like, Victoria's Secret model, can't tell me nothing. Like, a Vogue photo shoot. And the photos just look so good. If you haven't seen them, they're on my Instagram. I was actually put, the next day, one of my German followers told me that I was put in vogue germany as one of the best dressed at the billboard music awards i was on like a best dress list and that was like wild to me i was like why only germany i was like is it because i'm Aryan? has germany changed that much like come on but anyway i was really thankful for it and then we got to go to the show well actually we went out to eat before the show with all the tiktokers and we went to this expensive ass restaurant everyone's drink was like 30 to 40 dollars we everyone got two drinks everyone's appetizer everyone Every single person got an appetizer. Like, who does that? They were all, like, $30. Um, everyone's meal was, like, 40 to 50 The bill, there was, like, nine of us, but some people bought their boyfriends. There was a few, like, TikTok reps. So there's probably, like, 12 of us at this table. The bill was undoubtedly over $1,000. I saw the man, Simon, take a photo of it. And he was, like, shook, but it was on the TikTok, like, company card. So I was like, oh, bitch, I know those bitches have a lot of money. Like, my TikTok creator fund money was just stolen from me last month. 
they're pretty stingy with the creator fund. I was like, I'm getting two drinks. I'm getting, I, I should have got two meals. But um, no, the food was great. Then we went to the show and that's when I really saw like so many A-list celebrities like right in my face. So they gave the TikTokers access to the carpet bef- before the celebrities did. Um, but we got super, super good seats to the show. And I've been watching the Billboard Music Awards since I was like a little girl. Just kidding, since I was a little boy. But um, so just seeing the setup and being in the room was everything. And it's just as like big and grandiose as you would think in real life. But anyway, we got third row seats. So every celebrity was like right in my face. I saw what Cara Delevingne was doing to Megan. I saw all these people so close up. I got to say hi to so many people. Like I got to say hi to Chloe Bailey and tell her that I loved her. We got to say hi to Dove Cameron. Um, I got to say hi to like Heidi Klum. All these huge A-list celebrities, even if I didn't get to say hi to them, they were right in my face. And as a pop culture fiend, like I was so excited the whole three hours of the show. I was on the edge of my seat. Like all my nerve endings were standing up the whole time. I was having the best fucking time. Even though it was long, I never wanted it to end. Truly one of the best experiences of my life. And then the moment came, you guys, where Kylie fucking Jenner walked right in front of me with Stormy Baby. She was like five feet in front of me. And it was my first Kardashian sighting ever. And you guys know how much I talk about the Kardashians. You guys know how much I love them. Even though some of you guys are like, why does he like them so much? Bitch, we need a Mount Rushmore with their faces carved into it. I love them. I think the Kardashians are so iconic in every sense of the word. And they are America's royal family. They are the most... They've, they're on a level of fame that like transcends fame. So just seeing one of them in real life, like my first Kardashian sighting was crazy. Her BBL looked just as good in person. Kylie is gorgeous in person. The Kardashians don't Photoshop their photos. Well, they do, but they don't Photoshop their photos. They Photoshop their real life bodies. So she was just stunning in person. Like whoever, whatever plastic surgeon she had, whatever aesthetician did her face, makeup, blah, blah, blah. God, she looked beautiful. Um, I like screamed like, Kylie, I love you. But like sort of like 15 people at the same time. So she kind of just like looked in our general direction and waved and she seemed like super boring in person, to be honest. Like she didn't really smile that much. She seemed really like demure. And that's honestly kind of like how I thought she would be. So yeah, Kylie was just how I thought she was in person. Just as gorgeous and just as like calm as the Kardashians normally are. And then Travis Scott was there. I saw him. But yeah, I saw everyone. The City Girls, P. Diddy, Florence and the Machine, Travis Scott, you know, um, Becky G. She was amazing. Morgan Wallen, Dan and Shay, the country singers and everything. And yeah, it was just so amazing. And then after the show was over, everyone was so tired. All the TikTokers were like, we've been up since like six getting ready. Especially the girls, they did like two looks. So they didn't want to go out. But me and Adam just went to a club. We went to a gay club. And there was like strippers there, like nude bodies, like wild. But it was it was a fine time. And then, yeah, that was the day. But it was truly one of the happiest days of my life. It's like I got to do everything I ever wanted in one day. And not only that, but the fact that I did so good at everything and the TikTok rep texted me after and he was like, you did so good. I'm so proud of you. It just made me so happy. The trip was like a huge success in every sense of the word and the happiest and most fulfilling day of my life, maybe. And the fact that it went so good, I think, proves to myself and everyone that it's really what I was meant to do. I felt so natural and at home and better doing that than anything else I've like ever done. So... And there's so many things to celebrate this week from graduating to the billboards to my sister getting married. And the last year 
I've worked towards school in my career every single day. And the fact that on the same day I graduated and accomplished something so big in my career proves to me that all my hard work this past year was worth it. And I did good. And this weekend and this moment felt like the reward for all of it. And it made me so happy. So anyway, sorry for that long story, but that was like the coolest moment of my life. So I just had to share every detail. But anyway, what can we learn from this? The universe gives you stage directions. Follow your passion. If you're doing something and you feel good and feel like it's what you're meant to do, do that. Do that thing that feeds your soul every day, that makes your heart warm, that makes your soul feel good. Find that thing that is your favorite part of the day and that you can talk about for hours and hours and lose track of time and do that. And even if you can't do it full time like I couldn't at one point, do it part time, not even for the money, just for yourself, just to make yourself happy. You get one life. The biggest thing I think is do not ever think it's not possible. Ever. Do not ever think it's not possible. You have one life, so there's no harm in trying. I love the quote. I don't know if this is it, but it's like something along the lines of like, no one makes it out alive. You know, life is going to kill you no matter what. And I love that because it puts things into perspective. Like people are so afraid that if they pursue this or do that or say that, like they're going to like be like die or be so embarrassed or, but at the end of the day, like no matter if you try or not, or do this thing or not, or say this thing or not, you're going to die anyway. You know, no one makes it out alive. So whether you're judged or not, you're going to die. And it's almost a dishonor to your true self to not pursue what you want to do or at least try. I know that Stranger Things 4 is about to drop, but the strangest thing out there right now is Miss Cara Delevingne. Now, I don't know if you've seen what she's been doing lately, but let me explain it to you. Okay, Cara Delevingne, actress, she's been in like Paper Towns, Suicide Squad. She's been acting up lately in a strange, strange way. And this acting up is really only pointed towards women of color. So let's get into it. So this kind of started in the past year, but most recently she's been making headlines this week because at the Billboard Music Awards, she's been real weird to Megan Thee Stallion the whole night. Now, Megan Thee Stallion invited Kara as her plus one and they were friends. And, you know, if you're someone's plus one, you should probably just like smile, be nice, do what you got to do, you know, not outshine, just get the job done, you know? But Kara was all at Megan's ass the whole night. When Megan was on the red carpet, Megan had this little train on her dress and Kara was like creepily standing behind the red carpet, like staring at her as if she was like a rabid dog, like stalking its prey. Or as if she was that thing that's like, my precious, like looking at her. She was just like fangirling over her. And then she kept pulling Megan's train and like throwing it up so Megan could get good photos. But like inadvertently, she knew, but at the same time, she knew what she was doing. She was getting herself in the photos throwing up her train and the photos looked ridiculous and you can tell that Megan didn't ask for that like that's not the kind of train that you would want like thrown up for a photo like no one knows why Cara was doing that no one asked her she just ran out on the red carpet and started to do it and it was really creepy and her eyes were like bulging out of her head the whole time and she was wearing like a PA outfit like all black like was Cara demoted from like A-list actress to just like Megan Thee Stallion's assistant or like PA 
And she was just way overzealous and eager, and it was so weird. And then in the awards show, they sat by each other the whole time, and they were sitting by Doja Cat, too. And there's a video of them talking. Um, there's a video of Doja and Megan talking, like, having a great conversation, like, catching up their girlfriends. And Cara just interrupts them and goes, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, Doja, I love you so much. And Doja's just like, oh, thank you, which is, like, out of nowhere. And she, like, barged in the conversation, like, so rude, so abruptly. And people were like, why is Car being weird to Doja and Megan? And then, so creepily, Megan, like, won top female rap artist. And Car was sitting next to her when they announced her name. And Megan was so surprised and shocked. And it was so cute. But then Car like, got in her face while she was trying to get this, like, cute, I just won an award reaction, like, on the HD cameras on the television. And Cara was an inch away from her face, like, sticking her tongue out in her face. But not even in, like, a yay, I'm proud of you, bitch way. And, like, a... I'm crazy and just want to be in your face kind of way. Like she was like looking up while her tongue was out and like looking around the room and like spinning her head as if she was getting an exorcism and like puke should be thrown out of her mouth. I don't know what she was doing, but Megan just kind of like laughed along and ignored it. Megan was probably worried of what she would do if she didn't laugh along and ignore it. But it was really fucking creepy. And then even further in the night, Doja like wanted a photo with these two guys and they did not even ask Cara Delevingne to take the photo, but, like, she ran up and, like, jumped on the floor and, like, got a horrible angle of them on the floor, like, thinking that she was their personal photographer or something. But she was, like, up Doja's ass the whole night. It was giving, like, when the school freak that, like, hisses, like, just, like, chooses a group of people to, like, be friends with and, like, won't leave them alone, even though it's a one-sided friendship and they don't actually want them. And they just, like, tag along. But the group of friends is, like, scared of, like, kicking the freak out because they might, like, shoot them. Doja was kind of just, like, laughing her ass off the whole time, like, seeing Megan struggle with Cara the whole night. Because, bitch, Doja knows the the booger sugar when she sees it. You, you, know, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But this has been going on for a while, actually. At the Mechala after party last month, Cara and Megan were there together. And there's a video of Cara getting so close to Megan's face while they were just trying to dance that Megan had to, like, push Cara away from her. In, like, kind of, like, a forceful way. I'm about to post, like, um, a video about that on TikTok so you guys can see it there. But it's really awkward. She's been obsessing and fangirling over Megan for a long time. I wonder how close they are. There are videos of them, like, seemingly get along. And, obviously, Megan invited her. But it still just, like, makes me wonder why Megan puts up with that. And then, lastly, to Azalea Banks. Yeah, of all people. Cara Delevingne was being, like, super weird to her. There's a video at her Halloween party this year where Cara, where um, Azalea is on stage performing her song 212. And Cara Delevingne is just on the stage with her, like, licking her leg up and down and getting all up in her face. And you know Azalea doesn't want it because at the end of the video, Cara, like, her head, like, you know, after licking her whole body from bottom to top is, like, in her face. And Azalea's uh, bank's eyes are, like, wide, like, looking at Cara, like, what the fuck are you doing? So people are like, why is Cara doing this to everyone? Is Cara, you know, on cocaine? Like, we hate to say it, but why is someone acting like this? Like, no one would act like this in public unless they you know were potentially on something she was acting very erratic and you, i feel like i remember when cara delavine was trying to be taken real real seriously as if she was like miss posh spice or something she's you know european and she was trying to be a serious actor supermodel and i feel like she's she always had this like stoic like poised look maybe she was trying to be taken more seriously because deep down like she knew she like maybe did not have the vernacular that she was trying to like present and she's been like losing acting roles lately so maybe she was like all right i'm not gonna be taken seriously as a model any as a actress anyway i'm gonna lose these jobs anyway how about i just act like a freak to get a moment like how about i just be weird so maybe she's on something or maybe she's just trying to get her moment for the cameras 
But anyway, here are some tweets about it. Um, someone said, why in every piece of media I see of Megan at this award show, I see Cara Delevingne five inches away from her. Someone else said, like they did like a quote of what these people are saying. They said, Megan, phew, I finally lost her. Cara Delevingne standing right behind her. Lost who? <laughs> um, someone else said, what is Joe Biden's plan to stop Cara Delevingne and her antics against Megan the Stallion? Literally. And then someone else tweeted a photo of like Megan and Cara together. Or sorry, of Megan and Doja together. And then they said, finally a Doja Cat and Megan the Stallion moment where it isn't ruined by Cara Delevingne's weird ass. And it's true. And even though Megan and Cara are friends, I think it... Megan kind of confirmed that she was slightly annoyed with Cara because she posted a photo where she cropped Cara out of the photo. Because <laughs> she was up her ass the whole night. Like, how was she supposed to get a photo with anyone else? So it was a photo of her and Doja, and she cropped Cara out, which I think was the right move. Um, people are also accusing Cara of, like, fetishizing black women because all these, like, weird obsessions are pointed towards them. And someone said that I agree with, do you realize what Kara was doing last night was fetishizing and dehumanizing black women literally the whole night. She was even like going too close to like Stormy Webster. And I'm surprised Kylie even like allowed that to happen. Like she chose her next victim, Stormy Webster and Kylie better protect her. Someone else said Cara Delevingne is the perfect example of white women feeling overly entitled to anyone's, but especially black women's personal space and boundaries. I totally and completely agree. Right. Right. When I saw that tweet, I was like, yep, that's the one she feels this entitlement that was obvious in all these videos that I feel like, all white people think that they have that they're like higher on like the social you know socioeconomic class of like ranking in society so they can get away with much with much more and not be punished and that's what Cara Delvin was doing in this situation and white people need to unlearn that for sure but anyway oh my god oh my god do you guys remember when okay people were also conspirizing that maybe Cara and Megan are such good friends because Megan and Cara are like sharing together you know what I'm saying like maybe they're both on coke or something and do you guys remember when Megan's manager made up that rumor about her? Or maybe it wasn't, but they were, like, exposing each other because they were in a fight. Like, the manager from her label said that Megan was doing cocaine all, all the time. People were like, people who are using are not usually friends with people who aren't using. So people are like, they're both using together. So maybe Car and Megan are both doing that, and that's why they're on a good standing with each other. But either way, that's all the tea for now. So what can we learn from this? I think learning to control yourself... Well, on any substance, knowing your limit is important. Knowing when you're starting to act like a fool and stopping is important. I'm not against like substances. They're fun and great, but definitely in moderation and definitely stop when you know you're going to act like a fool. Like definitely stop if you're having more fun than the rest of the party or you realize like the attention on the, of the whole party is on you. You know, you never want the fun of these substances to ruin the fun of everything else and make everyone around you not have any fun at all because you want to have fun on them so too much of anything is not a good thing and what's the number one thing that ruins like big celebrities careers drugs so clearly they are not worth it in the long run dabble in them have fun do whatever but definitely realize how it's controlling you this is no getting through
A lot of celebrities have been making really big steps forward in their family lives this weekend, and it's a celebratory time for everyone. Like I said, if you're not on the same page, I'm so sorry, girl. <laughs> um, I hope things, you know, get better. You'll have something to celebrate soon. Being alive is worth celebrating. But anyway, celebrities be celebrating this week because a lot is going on with them. So first thing I want to talk about is Rihanna and ASAP Rocky had their baby. Oh my god! Burr, 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 burr. I feel like this was like the most awaited birth since like. I don't know, like Stormy Webster. You know what I'm saying? Like that, pr- no one's pregnancy belly was seen more than Rihanna's, and bitch, she looked so fucking good. The way she styled her pregnant belly, that baby is gonna have a godly aura around him his whole life. And yes, I said him because she had a baby boy. Shocking! Everyone thought it was a girl, and they thought that because Rihanna kept going to these public baby stores with windows that photographers could take photos of her through and holding up girl baby clothes. She knew exactly what she was fucking doing. She was throwing everyone off. She was just having fun with us. But yeah, she's smart. She knew exactly what the fuck she was doing. We all thought we were one step ahead of her. Nope. We were like, oh, we know the Jenna Rihanna's baby. Ha ha ha. We got her. Absolutely not. On May 13th in Los Angeles, she gave birth to her first child, which was a baby boy. We don't know the name yet. Hopefully we'll find out quicker than the fucking name of Kylie's second baby, who she still hasn't named. I should have asked her that. I should have been Kylie like, what's the name? When I saw her. Um, anyway, May 13th, thank God ASAP was out of jail to see it. He paid that massive bond to get out. Um, imagine the pressure of being the nurse delivering Rihanna's baby. Like you're watching greatness being born. Like you are seeing Rihanna in the most like vulnerable position. <laughs> imagine that. That is like the most intimate meet and greet package you could ever have. Delivering Rihanna's child. Wow, I wonder how those nurses are doing now. I wonder how their lives have changed since that moment. But, like, imagine also, like, dropping it or, like, like you better not fuck up because you will never work again if you drop our baby. Congratulations to them, though. I can't wait to see what nepotism that baby gets. Let's move on to Ed Sheeran. I'm in love with the shape of you. Ed Sheeran and his wife announced that they secretly had a baby girl. Ooh, they pulled a quick one on us. No one saw that one coming. They did not even announce she was pregnant. They didn't you know tell us anything it's like they surprise dropped an album boom they surprise dropped a baby he was like oh we secretly had a baby girl everyone pull the fast one on you bitch no one was wondering no one was investigating no one was trying to find the answers there were no helicopters over your house trying to see if your wife was pregnant to be honest like it wasn't a hard secret to keep i'm sorry ed you really thought you did something you didn't i don't know why i'm not the biggest fan of ed sheeran i haven't really forgiven him for that horrible when i'm with my baby yeah all the bad things disappear. I fucking hate that song. And I never will forgive him for that song. Uh, but anyway, he said on his Instagram or something, I think it's Twitter, <laughs> want to let you all know we've had another beautiful baby girl. We are both so in love with her and over the moon to be a family of four X. Um, yeah, they have another baby girl, 21 months. That's what he said. I don't know why they don't just say almost two years, but yeah. So he has two babies now. Imagine like being in the womb and God tells you that you're about to be born into a celebrity family and then you get born and then you see like Ed Sheeran and like Ed Sheeran is like the first person to hold you and you're like, oh my God, I'd be like, come on, this is the, like, this is the one, all that hype for this. But anyway, good for them for keeping it a secret. Congratulations to them. Thirdly, Courtney and Travis are married. Um, it's crazy. I can't believe Courtney Kardashian is like officially married. Just after watching the show for so long, seeing her with Scott, him proposing to her like twice or something, and 
the fact that she never committed to him. I thought Kourtney Kardashian would never get married. I don't know if I thought she was incapable of love or something, but Loki, I kind of did. I didn't think she was like capable of like accepting love after what she went through with Scott. But the fact that she fell in love with Travis and he's so good to her kind of validates that Scott just didn't do what he had to do on his end to be the man that she needed in his life. And that validates that maybe Scott was the problem the whole entire time. And, you know, I'm sorry for Scott. I'm sure that was a hard day for him. But they are officially married um, on May 15th. They got married at a courthouse in Santa Barbara. So this wasn't like a big ceremony. This was like another courthouse. Um, They just couldn't wait another second is what they said. Bitch, I don't know what the hype about marriage is. Like needing to be like signing the document. Like I, I like I would like to be married one day and like have the whole ceremony and stuff. But I don't need to, to rush it. Like I want to plan to have a big thing. I don't need to just, like, sign the papers to feel like I'm, like, with someone. Like, I don't need that contractual arrangement. You know, if, they're, if they want to be with me, they will. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't need that piece of paper. But it, I don't know. I've always considered, like, getting married just without the paper. Like, we're just married because we're, we, we, like, we say we are. And that's all that matters. But anyway, don't you guys feel like Kourtney Kardashian would be, would be the type to legally change her name to Barker? And be like, I don't want to be a Kardashian anymore. And then Kim would be like, good bitch, then don't. Or something like, I could see that being a plot line. It probably will be. Courtney changing her name and Kim not wanting her to for the business. Um, but anyway, speaking of the whole family, the whole family was not there at the courthouse. They kind of just did this in a rush. Their kids weren't there. In the photos, only MJ and Travis's father were there, which I thought was like such like a random ceremony, but that's just like kind of their vibe, like kind of weird, kind of quirky. Um, so yeah kind of aesthetic too only mj and his his dad were there kim wasn't there but she commented kylie wasn't at the award show because she was at the billboard music awards with me duh and scott and the kids were not there because he posted with them on sunday like them hanging out and everything he probably did that like passive aggressively like posting to show that like she didn't invite his kids anyway um there this isn't the only wedding ceremony they're having though i actually found out that they're getting married in italy sometime within the next week and like the whole family is going and it's going to be a whole big extravaganza they just like wanted to sign the paper this week like they really needed to do it that early when they could have just signed the papers in a week like they're fucking crazy they took time out of their planning schedule to do that they're wild like we get it you're in love it's disgusting Sometimes their PDA just goes too far. I'm sorry. If I was president, I would make PDA a federal crime. And they would have a life sentence. But good good for them. Maybe I'm just a hater. If that's how they want to express their love, fine. And good for them for doing like a private, cute little ceremony. I guess that could be, you know, kind of fun. Anyway, what can we learn from this? Family is number one. Seeing all these people grow their families and do things out of love. And kind of do it privately was like super cute this week. And, um... You know, family is number one, and that can be your friends or your chosen family or your real family. And I like how none of them really posted too much about it. They were really private, and that's a good lesson of, like, making real memories with your friends and family that aren't being filmed, even when you could. Like, Courtney could have easily filmed that. Rihanna could have posted so much more. Making these real memories that are lived in the moment is the most important, and that's what you're going to remember and what will um, be most important to you at the end of your life and warm your soul and... I've gotten good at that. I feel like I, even though I film a lot, I kind of post a lot. Um, I have so many amazing moments this year that I that I didn't film, that I just lived. And I think that made the memories to me more fond because it was just between me and the people I was with. And those are the memories that I look back on from the year and like smile about. And I don't need an Instagram post to like validate 
them and there's so much power in living in the moment and not worrying about what you know you can make the public perceive by posting it on instagram it's so much better that way and you're not going to remember remember that post from instagram on your deathbed but you'll remember how you felt and those amazing connections and memories that you felt with people in the moment that were really important Anyway, thank you guys for joining me in Pop Culture University. I'm so happy that I was back. I had such a fun time chilling, hanging out with you. I hope you guys had a fun time. I hope you have a great week. It's a summer. You can get out there, do exciting plans this summer. You know, give yourself some moments. Give people something to talk about this summer. Do something wild. Go to a naked beach. Uh, fly to Ibiza. Take a pill with um, Avicii in Ibiza. You know what I'm saying? Like, do something fun this week for yourself. Celebrate. It is definitely the time to do so so maybe plan something fun right now and celebratory even if it's just small buy a bottle of wine for yourself watch your f- favorite show go on a trip by yourself you know do something to celebrate the year that you were just through and i can't wait to see you guys again on monday again write this podcast five star spotify apple podcast post it on your instagram story tag me we will chop it up in your dms and i love talking to you guys so yeah if you do that i will see you there and I love y'all so much. Thank you for listening. And until next time, bye. Class is missed. At Progressive, we know how much you love your recreational vehicles. So we decided to record this commercial in an RV. With the family on vacation. Mom, who are these people? Oh, that's Flo and Jamie. They're recording a commercial, sweetie. Don't they do that in the studio? Oh, normally. No. But we wanted to feature a family who bundled their home and RV and saved with Progressive. Um, yeah, it looks like you're all out of chips. Okay, I think we'll just drop you off at the next gas station. Bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. What is up, Astros fans? This is Jeff Balke and my partner, former Astro Jeff Blum, from the Believe in Astros podcast to tell you baseball is back, and we've got your world champion Houston Astros covered. Every week we go inside the clubhouse, break down the games, discuss the players, and give you everything you need to know about the Houston Astros baseball organization with special guests and a few surprises all summer and into the postseason. So tune in to the Believe in Astros podcast. That's B-L-E-A-V on Apple. Spotify, YouTube, and everywhere you get your podcasts, go Astros.